Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're with Heather Kelly today in the Indie Music Room, and I'm super excited to introduce our next guest, Joshua Sinclair. Josh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Josh is from the Des Moines area, and I've known him for approximately 10 years. Um, I had the privilege to open him up up for him when hypnosis was playing so it's great to have you in the studio i know you've got a show tonight and i know that you kind of uh killed two birds with one stone thanks for coming in oh absolutely thanks for having me yeah uh tonight you're going to be at shiny top in fort dodge right yeah seven or nine tonight yeah i was just pulling out your schedule it's pretty crazy you play like tonight tomorrow twice on Friday, I mean, yeah, I'm, kind of doubling up and stuff with all these reschedules and everything, just trying to, uh, you know, try and get what I can get, and um, yeah, and so yeah, it's been it's been nuts the last few months. Yeah, well, just for all of you that don't know Joshua Sinclair, I want to tell you he's got 15 albums. Um, he's been playing a lot. I mean, his his tour schedule is brutal, so he plays a lot. And you had some accident in 2015, which started you on a different path. Tell me yeah. about that. I want to hear about that. Well, you know, when I was rewriting my bio this year, um, I thought I should kind of get a little more personal instead of just like the uh, accolades and like the things that you do throughout the years with music. So um, it was uh, 2015. I think it was the summer of 2015. And I was at a friend of mine's bachelor party. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we drank too much and we were going back to the car to, um, you know, I, I think one of our friends was the DD that night. And anyway, like I, I got up on a on a handicap ramp and I jumped off and I ended up breaking my knee. Um, there was about, there was about uh, two inches of my knee that had gone down into my calf. And so I had to have surgery. And um, so three surgeries later and I couldn't walk for like, uh, it was about five months or so. I really couldn't walk. I had a limp for about a year and a half. Um, but it was at the time that I couldn't walk where I was like, well, you know, I'm doing like a lot more solo stuff. And I thought it, it was, it would always be cool to like add a, a loop pedal like to um kind of create that just that big atmosphere of um of you know doing solo shows so it wasn't just you know playing guitar and singing like it added a different dimension for me as well as like the crowd that was listening so i'm like well i can't walk for this long i'm gonna teach myself how to do a loop pedal so that's what i did like i'd sit there and after physical therapy i just work on that and um and it became like it's an integral part of my live show now so i probably do you know, 80% live looping and stuff just on the fly. So it's, uh, it's really, it was a blessing in disguise, honestly. Absolutely. I was just checking you out on YouTube this week and it's fun to watch you, how you start the, the loops because it kind of comes in and then you wait eight measures and you start mm-hmm. another one and another one. And, and then I try and do you... it a little differently and stuff yeah. with different things. I incorporate my, my mandolin uke, um, which is like a cross between a ukulele and a mandolin that I kind of set up myself. So yeah. it'd be a little something different, but um, but yeah, it's just, it's super fun. Like it just, it really um, creates that different dynamic and, and I love it. I really, it's fun. So I got to tell you guys, when I first heard of Joshua Sinclair was, let's see, I came to the studio in 2006 and so probably 2007 and there was a song on Kurt Kaufman's computer at Junior's Motel Recording Studio, which by the way is uh, graciously hosting us today in the studio. Thank you, Kirk. But I heard a song called Circles, and that's when I thought, I gotta know, I gotta get to know this guy. Tell me a little bit, but a little bit about that song because that was one of my favorite songs, and I know 
it had something to do with boosting your career because it's yeah. my favorite. You know, it was one of those things um, that uh, you, you can kind of mark points in your life um, as a musician or as anybody like where you have those spots in your life where it's like, man, that like really just changed the trajectory of like what I was doing. Um, but the song was written in 2000. Um, my brother and I collaborated. Uh, my brother, Nicholas Sinclair, we used to play in a band called Little Mojo for a long time. Um, and then Hollywood Burnout. Um, but yeah, so he was always like, I really want to write a song. And, and uh, you know, because I was always like the main songwriter. So we, right. uh, we sat down one day and I, I put some chords together and I put it on a tape. I'm like, all right, here's some stuff. And he had some lyrics and then we put it together and it became this song called Circles. And so that was 2000 and it became like a fan favorite um, at our shows. Like people loved it and it wasn't on any records yet. And uh, we got our, we signed our first record deal in New York uh, with a, a small company called Mutiny 2K Records. And we were out doing an EP um, in 2003 uh, in the city, just the uh, Tribeca area. And um, we were in post-production on the, uh, on the EP and you know, we hadn't played the song. They'd never heard Circles. So uh, Nicholas and I were sitting on the couch um, while they were like working on mixes and we just started playing circles just for the hell of it because because we had shows like coming up when we got back from New York and um, our producer looked at us and he's like I know that song what is that song and I'm like no you don't know the song this is our song and <laughs> um, and he was just like he didn't know what to think because he's like okay like we were like really short on time I think we had like two more days there before we had to fly back right and he's like we have to do this song we have to cut this song and um, so we spent that whole night cutting that song and uh, yeah it just. I mean, it was the catalyst to so many things. Like, we got signed to two other deals because of that. Um, it sent us all over the country. Um, it's been in TV shows on MTV, different uh, NBC, like a lot of different things. So it's so uh, awesome. It's it's one of my favorite songs oh, cool. to this day. That's awesome. I'm not kidding you. I love it. Speaking of songs, you have a couple that you brought with us today, and we're going to play the first one. It's called Hank. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that song. Um, so when I started writing songs for this new album. Um, I, uh, I actually found my old record collection, like actual records, um, that my folks had given me. Yeah. Actual vinyl and stuff. And, um, I found it and I was going through them and, um, I'm like, man, I didn't realize like how many really good albums I had. Um, because I was so young when I first started listening to to music. And, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, you know, it'd be kind of cool, like to write a song about some of the influences, even though like maybe I forgot about them and stuff, you know, but to write a song about some of the influences that I had growing up. So I, I took all these records and I spread them all out over the floor and I wrote this song and that's what it turned into. Called Hank. Hank. And tell me, is it based off of Hank Williams? It's not, um, it's, uh. I mean, loosely like loosely, that, but yeah. like, um, I never really listened to much Hank Williams except for like the, the Monday night football theme song and stuff, but, sure, um, sure. but it was just, it kind of went with the whole theme of everything. Um, and yeah, but yeah, Hank was the whole, like it, Hank Williams and could stuff, be so. hardware Hank. We don't know, but here <laughs> we're going to listen to Hank. For my friends, Jimmy Buffett in paradise, or summer never ends. When the record spins, you know I ain't sober. When it hits the end, you got to bed over, yeah, babe. We got Willie on the road again. Is he a track plays and Jim Morrison? 
But we ain't got no time to lose And I'm still too young to sing the blues, yeah, babe I like to sing Hank when I'm drinking a little TC3 to make her feel alright. Fill it up, then drink it down. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Another round, yeah, babe. That was a great song. Well, thank you. Hank, that's awesome. So who all played on that track with you, or was it just you? That was just me. Um, I, uh, you are the orchestra. <laughs> yeah, I tried to learn a lot of instruments over the years. Um, a lot of the percussion stuff that I do that is live percussion stuff, uh, my brother will still help me on that, like with cajon and everything and stuff. But as far as like the drum stuff, um, I'll use like a lot of like looping and stuff with that to uh, incorporate that into the recordings. But yeah, bass, guitar, like all that stuff is uh, just all the stuff that I just tracked down. When did you start playing? Uh, I was 10 years old. Um, I was 10 years old when I uh, wanted to start playing and I talked my folks into um, let me rent a guitar from a place in Des Moines called Yo Guitar Shop and... Um, they, you know, 10 years old, they didn't think that I'd stick with anything because I was into something different all the time. And, right. Um, and I was left-handed, and left-handed guitars back then cost twice as much. I didn't know you could just, like, flip them over and just restring them. So they're like, no, you're going to learn right-handed, and, you know, this is what it's going to be. We're going to rent the guitar. And um, So I'm a lefty that plays righty, which ends up, you know, being better because my left hand is my dominant hand. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I started taking lessons at 10 and took for about six years from the old guitar shop, Michael Curry, over there, and... Um, and then just kind of evolved into like uh, a band in high school. And then um, I studied music down at Southwestern Community College for a year. Um, and then I moved out east. I live in Philadelphia for a couple of years and did music up and down the coast. And 
then moved back here in uh, the early 2000s and started up Little Mojo with my brother. And then, yeah, the rest kind of history, just kind of ball kept rolling from there. That's amazing. You know, I haven't seen you for a while. I think that you got some new ink since I've seen you last. Yeah, probably. Um, I probably got uh, this one that I, it says Jessica backwards. Yeah. I and can't wait to one, meet Miss Jess. And then this one, it's like coordinates um, from our first date. Like if you put it into Google, it'll pop up the Iowa Craft Beer Tent, which that, is our first date. That's so. awesome. That's yeah. a commitment right there. I know. I can't I know. wait. I wish she could have came today. I know. I, I really know. do. Um, I'll have to meet Jess sometime. But So did you work? I mean, are you working outside of the music career right now? Like, um, I did for about 12 years uh, okay. up until up until March when uh, when everything kind of shut down due to COVID and um, yeah, I worked for a company in West Des Moines and my boss was cool because I could just, uh, I, I just worked mornings during the week, like six to noon. Um, and then I would, you know, I could be gone if I needed to for a week or a month or whatever, if it was a tour and stuff. And I always had my job when I came back and um, I did like the books um, at this company and stuff. I always loved math. And um, so, yeah, <laughs> so it me. was, uh, <laughs> Well, it was cool, and he was a great boss, um, and then when everything shut down, it was just kind of like, okay, all right. um, yeah, it was a crazy time, because everything just kind of came to a halt, like, you know, I lost my job, I wasn't playing shows, um, yeah. and it was just, it was about a week of, like, trying to figure out what I was going to do, um, and then it was a lot of selling stuff on eBay, it was a lot of doing, like, live streams, it was a lot of just trying to survive, and it's still kind of like that, too, so... Um, I don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like, you know, going into the winter this year, but um, I've got a plan. And I'm just going to, you know, try and like just, uh, you know, keep my head down and, and do what I can do. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit more after we listen to your next song. But um, everything's been kind of unconventional since March with COVID and everything. And we'll talk about that after this next song. But I'd like to play Silicone and Wine. Okay. Tell me about that one. So that's the title track of this album. Um, and it's funny because like this album came out St. Patty's Day of this year. So it didn't really feel like it came out because I had a release party and everything planned. And then everything just, I, it never happened. So um, this has kind of been like the album that's uh, kind of been like the little secret <laughs> album and stuff. But um, it's funny because this song is a song that I've been trying to write for about three years or okay. so. Okay. Um, under a different name, uh, a friend of mine who I've known for a few years. Uh, I was hanging out with her a few years ago, and um, we were hanging out with some of her friends, and all her friends were like in their early 40s, mid-40s and stuff, and um, but they looked like they were in their 20s, and afterwards I'm like, hey, like, how the heck do they look so young? And she looked at me, and she's like, Botox and boob jobs. Write a song about it. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll write a song about it. But I couldn't get anything to rhyme like with Botox and boob jobs, so like I spent like two and a half years like, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then... I just, I changed the words to silicone and wine, and, and this was the song. <laughs> All right. Here we go, you guys, with silicone and wine. Joshua Sinclair. Lot more. She had a nip, she 
she had a tuck She was on jelly in a pickup truck Now she's just like Hollywood on a Friday night She's a real life avatar If I'm Tommy, she's Pamela And everything seems so much sweeter this time With silicone and wine In her face yeah. Every now and then we fight like hell But the best thing is when she gets mad at me I can never tell She had a nip, she had a tuck She put some jelly in a pickup truck Now she's just like Hollywood on a Friday night She's a real life Bible doll If I'm Thomas, she's Pamela And everything seems so much sweeter this time With silicone and wine She can't stand next to a plane With one hand tied behind the back She can hold your bear and wrap your neck Truck. Now she's just like Hollywood on a Friday night She's a real life doll. If I'm Thomas, she's Pamela And everything seems so much sweeter this time With silicone and wine With silicone and wine Joshua, I love that song, <laughs> Silicone uh, and Wine. I think the fact you told me the backstory, and then it, <laughs> it's such a great song. So I appreciate that uh, you sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you. I did look up some information on you, and it sounds like you started a foundation. Am I right, or a music therapy program? Um, yeah, so or it was. Uh, yeah, it was a. It's a music therapy program at uh, Mercy. Okay. Uh, Mercy One. That um, I don't know if you've heard of, like the. Uh, the program called Musicians on Call, and it's in larger cities like Nashville and New York and okay. L.A. Um, but basically what it is is uh, musicians from around the area will go to the hospital and play songs in patients' rooms, like not just like, you know, like a big group. It would just be like the the just musicians. Yeah, version. Yeah, just going to play a song. And so like you would just move from room to room and play songs for you know whatever the, the patient wanted to hear and stuff. And so I'm like, it'd be really cool to bring that program to Des Moines um, because it kind of goes back to when I broke my knee. Um, I, I went to Mercy, and they were really good to me, um, and I wanted to give something back to them to you know, show my thanks. So I brought this idea to the, uh, the volunteer um, uh, coordinator there at Mercy, and um, you know, they tried to get musicians on call to, uh, to sign a chapter into um, Des Moines, 
but it was just too small of a market. Right. So we worked for about a year to try and uh, figure out how to do that, you know, with all these, you know, with OSHA and everything and stuff to make sure it was legit and okay. And we finally were able to do it. Um, so it started uh, in August of 2018. And uh, myself and a lot of other local musicians have been a part of it. And we just go and um, we have a liaison that, that takes us around from room to room um, on different days. Um, so like that maybe I'll so do cool. like 30, 30 rooms or something in a day. But it's cool because... Um, it's not just like playing a show for like two hours. It's like you have like four minutes to like impact somebody's life, you know, like because you don't know what they're going through in the hospital. Right. And it's uh, it's just like those four minutes or three minutes, however long it is, are like so special. And I, I loved every single minute of it. And it's sad to not be able to do that now. I understand, you know, like why we can't, you know, like having unnecessary like, right. personnel in there. But yeah, it's uh, it's been probably the coolest thing that I've I've ever helped organize in my life. So it's it's really neat. I think that's very impressive. My mom passed um, last fall, and music therapy was a huge part of it. And mm-hmm. boy, you know, it's so important, especially if they're towards the end or whatever. But yeah. it was it's such a great thing that you're doing with that. Um, let's talk a little bit about your live performances. I've got a complete schedule here in front of me. And it just goes on and on and on. 17th, 18th, 19th, 20. I mean, you've got so many. You're all booked up to June 5th already. I mean, you've got more openings, but you're already booked out to June. So tell me about how it's changed for you performing live since March with COVID. Um, you know, at first, uh, when everything happened and everything stopped and, and I lost all these shows, I, I think I had about 140 shows uh booked in January like through this year and I basically saw like at least half of those fall off the books right away because a lot of it was out of town stuff I had a lot of tours planned and stuff this year um so it was like a week of feeling sorry for myself and then um and then it was just like trying to to do what I could um just to keep my spirits up and you know a new album came out maybe not at the right time because I'm like man I wish I would have like known this was going to happen I could have spent that time writing a new album you know when I wasn't playing shows but um, it's been a lot of um, a lot of cancellations, a lot of reschedules, a lot of week to week. Sometimes, um, even with the latest proclamation that Polk County and like some of these other counties had to um, not be open, um, I lost a lot of shows through that. So then it's like just kind of a constant uh, reschedule and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of them where like I'll do like two shows in a day, like a morning or afternoon and a night, just to try and get some of these shows in that um, had, had to reschedule. So. Trying to catch up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I, I pinch myself every time I get a chance to play. Like, I'm just really super thankful. And um, I just, I love doing it. I love uh, just bringing music to people and uh, being in a different place uh, every night, every day. And, um, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still doing what I can. And uh, it's, it's exciting. Well, we'll talk about this after the next song, but you've got quite a website presence. Um, I do my homework when I interview people, and I looked up, I watch videos. I mean, you've got how many years? 22 years now? Yeah, 22 years. Just 22 about, years, yeah. you old <laughs> Long man. Long time, I know. Now we just talked about that. We're not going to get into that. But anyways, you've got the next song. It's called She's Got It All. Tell yeah. me about that one. Um, so when I, you kind of brought up Jess a little bit and stuff, um, this girl that, uh, that I've been dating since uh, August of 2018. Um, it was funny. I was playing at the Iowa Craft Beer Tent at the Iowa State Fair. And um, it was, a, I think it was like, the last Friday of the fair that year and um, saw her in the crowd. And, you know, I thought she was with somebody and stuff. She's hanging out with a lot of friends and stuff. And I always do this thing during one of my songs 
where I, I had a cowbell and a tambourine, and I invite people to come up and play it and stuff, and she played the tambourine. And um, <laughs> So anyway, like one of her friends uh, was an acquaintance with me, and he had messaged me. He's like, hey, this... This girl, you know, and he had a picture of her. He's like, this girl, you know, w- would like to go on a date with you or something like that. You know, something sure. along those lines or what do you think? And um, I'm like, oh, man, like I didn't realize it was that girl you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Like, she's, you know, super cute. And um, yeah, it'd be fun. So the next night I wasn't playing at the fair. And so we went to the fair, um, had a first date. And uh, yeah, the rest was kind of history after that. And I think like less than two weeks, I wrote this song. Um, and I told her, cause it has the word love in it. I'm like, listen, like we haven't, we hadn't even said love, you know, right. yet, but I'm like, it, <laughs> I, I said it sings better than like, so like, don't freak out or anything and stuff. But, um, yeah, it just, uh, it turned into kind of like a, a love song about our first date. And then we shot a video for it, um, in October of that year. And, uh, my good friend, Zach Van Dorn, who runs Red Rooster Creative, uh-huh. who shot a lot of videos for me. Um, he was the one that shot the video and, um, Jess, she's, she's in the video as the love interest. And, I can't wait to see um, it. It was super fun because basically what it was is like, we just went out on a date and he followed us around like with the camera and it was like recreating that first night together. And yeah. we even went back to the fairgrounds and, um, yeah, so it was, uh, it kind of cool. I, I'm like, you know, if we ever, if we ever forget like how we started, let's just go back and watch that video and, yeah. and remember like, you know who we are you know, like together and stuff. So that is amazing. You gave me the warm fuzzies. <laughs> so here it is. She's got it all by Joshua Sinclair. Ago, it was a state fair at a local show. Oh, yeah, I think I'm in love. She played a song on the tambourine, blonde hair, and her eyes are green. Oh, yeah, I couldn't get enough. Like gone in the afternoon, yeah. the sunrise underneath the moon, a shooting star that'll never fall. She's got my head spinning around the room, and now my heart just don't know what to do, yeah, baby. She's got it all, she's got it all. That was all I needed, no She's a girl I thought I'd never meet Oh, yeah I guess you never know We were slow dancing underneath the stars yeah. Making out my beat-up car Oh, yeah Ain't gonna let you go Gone in the afternoon, yeah. the sunrise underneath the moon. 
style that'll never fall. She's got my head spinning around the room, and now my heart just don't know what to do. Yeah, baby, she's got it all. She's got it all. She's like gone in the afternoon, yeah. A sunrise underneath the moon, a shooting star that'll never fall. She's got my head spinning around the room, and now my heart just don't know what to do, yeah, baby. She's got it all. She's got it all. Okay, you never disappoint me. That was She's Got It All, Joshua. That's a great song, and I can't wait to look it up on the video. Um, we will talk about that in just a few minutes, about how we can all look this up and find all cool. your links, and we'll make sure to put them on our page. But um, the next thing I wanted to talk to you a little bit about is some of your reviews that I've checked out are pretty amazing. You've been compared to the likes of Ed Sheeran, Keith Urban. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Isn't it great? Because it's, you really are. You really should be up there with them. It should no, be Joshua fine. Sinclair. So That's nice of you to say. Thank you, you. You're very welcome. So you're paying about 120 to 140 shows a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. The last, uh, probably about the last three or four years, it's been uh, pretty steady, pretty busy. And yeah, I'm um, just trying to a lot of the shows that I've been uh, booking um, are places that I've played before, and then there's a lot that I haven't played before, and I'm really trying to get back out to uh, a lot of different markets that I haven't been to, um, which was going to be this year, and then, you know, with everything happening, yeah. um, kind of focused on just central Iowa and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, what the future brings and um, planning on maybe working on a new album this winter and stuff again. I have all these song ideas that... I always kind of wait until I have like a little bit of a, a break in the winter time to mm-hmm. kind of um, go through and just kind of you know decompress and start writing again and stuff. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I Where do you typically record at when you do your recordings? Um, you know, I, I built a studio a few years ago, and then um, I had to tear that studio down uh, when I sold the house. So I just kind of have like a mobile studio that I just set up as I as I go, um, and you know I. I've learned some tips and tricks like uh, from working in studios, like uh, when Nicholas uh, and I would record in New York and stuff. Like, I knew that the recording industry obviously is fleeting, and I'm like, well, these deals aren't going to last forever, and we'll eventually get dropped. So, like, I would always we'd be in there like doing our thing, um, but I I would kind of pick their brain. I'm like, well, how do you do this, and what what's up with that, and what's that thing there? So, like, I try and learn as I go. Yeah. Um, so it was really helpful just to be like in those situations and, um, but not just like be in them, but be present and like learn and stuff. So I, I've tried to to learn what I could so I could do it on my own, cut cut out the middleman as much as I could. You exactly. Know? No. I- Kurt Kaufman, again, Junior's Motel Recording Studio, has been my engineer for years, but I did learn a lot from him, so I can at least push my own buttons if necessary. (laughs) 
But, no, I get that. Um, You've got another song that we're going to talk about. We're going to wrap this up shortly, but I want to hear this last song, and then we're going to talk about how we can contact you. So the last song we're going to listen to is called Stitches. Tell me about Stitches. Um, So this is a song that came out as a single uh, about a year before this album came out. Um, I was releasing singles. Um, as I was trying to like work on a new record, because um, I wasn't sure, like oh, I don't know if I want to do a whole record and stuff. But then, um, but yeah, but then I, I put this on this new album. Um, but yeah, it's a song that uh, we're actually going to be shooting a video for it um, here later this month um, with Zach and Red Rooster Creative again. Great. Um, and we're going to feature. Uh, we're going to feature. It's going to be a one shot video um, with a backing band with it, and the band is going to be Bruce Day and the Dangits, who my younger brother Nicholas Sinclair plays drums in that band. So, oh, great! So it's going to be a collaboration <laughs> on this song for the video, and um, yeah, it should be really cool. But and typically, I think it's www.joshuasinclair.com, correct? Yep, joshuasinclair.com. Okay, got that. We'll talk more about that when we get back. But right now, we're going to listen to Stitches by Joshua Sinclair. Cause we got them stitches Just holding us tight And we made them wishes On the stars in the sky Ain't got much time to go To make everything alright But we can stitch up our hearts tonight Singing songs Take the high and I'll sing the low If I could say just what it's like You're the California sun and I'm a New York night Cause we got them stitches Just holding us tight And we made them wishes On the stars in the sky Ain't got much time to go To make everything alright But we can stitch up our hearts Crash and burn was all we'd ever do, baby You were my whiskey, but I'm still drunk Cause we got them stitches Just holding us tight And we make them wishes On the stars in the sky Ain't got much time to go To make everything alright But we can stitch up our hearts Stitches Just holding us tight And we make them wishes On the stars in the sky Ain't got much time to go Make everything alright, but we can stitch up our hearts tonight. I come on, baby. 
okay, you never cease to amaze me. <laughs> That's you. a great one too, Stitches. Where I don't know how you come up with all these concepts, but you're a phenomenal acoustic solo performer. Thank you. Everything I hear makes me happy. Um, I want to tell people uh, a little bit about your upcoming schedule. I'm just going to give you five days of it. This is how crazy his <laughs> schedule is. He's tonight live at Shiny Top Brewing in Fort Dodge. Tomorrow, he's at Iowa Distilling Company, and that's in coming Iowa. Um, the next day, he's at the Vintage and Made Fair, and that's at the Dallas County Fair Association in Adele. And then Joshua Sinclair live at Worth Brewing Company, and that's in Northwood, Iowa. So that's just his next couple days. That's how busy this guy is. I want you to share with everybody how we can find you. How do you sell your music? Do you do digital distribution or just hard albums? Tell me how we can find you. Yeah, I do it all. Um, I uh, Probably the best link would just be my website, joshuasinclair.com. It has all of my links to um, iTunes, to Google Play, to to everything. Um, I, I have a, uh, a online store that sells like hats and and hard CDs and you got the merch, yeah, buttons, everything on there, koozies and stuff. Um, same things you can get at shows. Great. Uh, but yeah, joshuasinclair.com. It's got all my videos up there. Um, and again, like I said, like all my links to social media, all the links to um, digital downloads. You can always search Spotify and, and listen to it for free and stuff too. But yeah, there's that's the place to go, joshuasinclair.com. All right, fantastic. Well, we'll definitely share it on our radio site and on Indie Music Room, a page with Heather Kelly. And I hope that you will stop next time you're in the area. Absolutely. We can do a follow-up and see what you've been up to. That'd be cool. I'll play some new songs, hopefully, by then. Yeah, that would be great. So thank you so much for taking the time to come in with us. This is Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room. Josh, any last words? Uh, I just appreciate everything. And uh, it's been great knowing you for 10 years, 10 plus years. Yeah. um, Yeah, I look forward to the next 10. And and thank you, Kirk, too, for... uh, for being the producer of this uh, of this program today, and um, yeah, everything sounds so much better in here than <laughs> than in real life. So yeah, it's great, man. Absolutely. But thank you so much. Have a good day, um, and everybody, take care, be safe, and we will talk to you next month on the Indie Music Room. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.